This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, April 14th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Food and ag firms appeal to Biden on climate target. Republicans challenge tax proposal. And too much DQ? Food and ag giants join in carbon reduction appeal. Some 300 corporations, including some industry giants in agriculture and the food industry, are calling on President Joe Biden to commit the U.S. to cutting its greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030 from 2005 levels. The appeal comes as the administration is preparing to release a new climate commitment ahead of a White House summit next week. A bold 2030 target is needed to catalyze a zero-emission future, spur a robust economic recovery, create millions of well-paying jobs, and allow the U.S. to build back better from the pandemic, says the letter by the We Mean Business Coalition. Take note, the letter goes on. If you raise the bar on our national ambition, we will raise our own ambition to move the U.S., forward on this journey. The companies that signed the appeal include Bayer, Coca-Cola, Danone, Kellogg's, Levi Strauss and Company, Mars, McDonald's, Nestle, Poet, Sodexo, Starbucks, Syngenta, and Walmart. Most of these companies also have made commitments of their own to slash the carbon footprint of their supply chains. You can read our report on these corporate commitments at agripulse.com. Vilsack faces appropriators amid climate and COVID concerns. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is likely to get questions about climate policy as he testifies today before the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee. The hearing follows the release of Biden's fiscal 2022 budget outline. The president is proposing to boost USDA's budget by 16%, with much of the increase going toward addressing various climate-related issues. Vilsack also is likely to be asked about the ongoing issue with coronavirus assistance, as well as pending organic standards. By the way, ahead of the hearing... USDA released more than $300 million in funding to help the food supply chain recover from the pandemic. The funding includes $170 million for the Specialty Crop Block Grant Program and $80 million for assistance to domestic cotton users. The COVID-19 pandemic has created many gaps in our food supply chain, causing far too many families to struggle to put food on their tables. The word of Senate Ag Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Republicans put focus on inheritance taxes. Senate Republicans are letting congressional Democrats know that they'll have a fight on their hands if they try to increase inheritance taxes to help pay for the president's spending plans. 
at his weekly news conference yesterday. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, Kentucky Republican, said farmers and small businesses would be harmed by a proposal to eliminate stepped-up basis and impose a new tax on intergenerational transfers of assets. McConnell also made clear that Republicans would fight to preserve the tax cuts that were passed in 2017, which included an increase in the estate tax exemption and slash taxes on corporations and small businesses. McConnell said, quote, we need to have an infrastructure bill as big as we're willing to credibly pay for without going back and undoing the 2017 tax bill. For more on inheritance tax issues that could be in play, check out the weekly AgriPulse newsletter. We also have a report on the backlog of exports at Western Ports. Canola seed facing recall over biotech traits. BASF is working through its canola seed distribution channel on product recalls to prevent the planting of seed that two GMO traits that don't yet have full market approvals. The detected events designed to increase omega-3 fatty acid content in seed oil are approved for cultivation in the United States but haven't been approved yet in some key support countries, BASF says. In letters to BASF and Newseed, which owns one of the traits, Food and Drug Administration says it has no questions about the safety of the low levels of genetic material. BASF says it doesn't expect that the recalls to cause a shortage of Invigor canola varieties based on its current commitment for the 2021 season. China finds more ASF-infected pigs. China has notified USDA that new African swine fever cases have been detected in live hogs, and that makes the fourth such notification since the end of January. That according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Authorities indicated the detection occurred when authorities indicated the detection occurred when authorities found the illegal transportation of live hogs from outside of Hunan province, FASS. There were 61 susceptible animals, of which three were sick and three died. The remaining animals were culled and disposed. Brazil close to wrapping up the soy harvest. The soy harvest is all but complete in Brazil. Consulting firm Agral reports that more than 85% has been harvested as farmers in states like Parada and Sao Paulo and Minas Gerais are advancing in the final plots. There are still weather delays in the southernmost state of Rio Grande do Sul, but progress there is expected to speed up soon. At Rio Grande do Sul, there is still a delay in relation to previous years, the firm said. But with dry weather on the radars, harvesters are expected to gain momentum this week. Meanwhile, Brazil is exporting soybeans at a record pace. That's expected to increase in the coming months, according to a new forecast by the Foreign Agriculture Service. Here's today's She Said It. He's just made too many Dairy Queen stops. That's what we'll say. He needs to catch up. That GOP Senator Joni Ernst telling reporters that she's ahead of Senate colleague Chuck Grassley in completing their 99-county tours of Iowa this year. Ernst says she's been to 50 counties so far. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, April 14th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.